This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. God made him who had no sin So that we might become his righteousness Instead of ourselves he offered him So that we might become his righteousness So that we might become his righteousness So that we might become his righteousness Holy God was offered for us So we might become his righteousness So that we might become is righteousness it's hard to believe we can be spiritually well so that we might become his righteousness the loving god tasted the essence of hell so that we might become his righteousness so that we might become his righteousness so we might become his righteousness. Oh, oh, Holy God was offered for us. So we might become his righteousness. God in the flesh lived as a man. Will of the Father fulfilling his plan. Jesus condemned, taking our place. Now we are in him and we'll see his face. God made him who had no sins. So that we might become his righteousness. Instead of ourselves he offered him. So that we might become his righteousness. So that we might become his righteousness. So that we might become his righteousness. Holy God was offered for us. So we might become his righteousness. So that we might become his righteousness oh, oh, oh. Holy God was offered for us so we might become his righteousness become his righteousness we might become his righteousness become his righteousness we might become his righteousness. To become his righteousness. We might become his righteousness. We might become his righteousness. Turbulence you see isn't for an ambulance. Take a stance of faith, for it will create a balance. Don't reach to the phone, but to the gracious throne. It will give you a better tone of life not to be prone. You will later realize the struggle is only fallacious. When you realize the Almighty God is all gracious. Yes, the disturbance may not bring the nuance, but the dance they must see its continuance. 
for he has turned the morning into dancing again and he has lifted the sorrow of the arrow of pain and that's our god you can't deny him written by Ebenezer Koi. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to search you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to search yourself. And then, ask Him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Belle Dollarville. Hello, dear listener. We thank God for granting us another grace to share his word with you. May his name be praised. I am Sandra Ahia, and with me here is our own Pastor William Opondankwa. Please, are welcome. Thank you. Crisis in Eden, and our memory texts were taken from Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, Romans chapter 8, verse 17, Matthew chapter 6, verse 26, Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 through 17, Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 through 7, and Genesis chapter 3 verse 10 through 19. And for our main text, it is from Genesis chapter 3 verse 15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Amen. And as we all know, after the creation of the world, 
God declared everything was very good. However, it's obvious now that everything in the world is not very good. Despite various things that over the centuries have tried to make things right, our world continues toward chaos, insecurity, violence, war, pollution, oppression, and exploitation. And if the 20th century began with all sorts of optimism about the future and what humans could do to improve the future, the 21st century has certainly lost that optimism, and with good reason too. If you continue with our lesson, it tells us about the three blessings. The three blessings. And in the context of creation, the phrase, and God saw that it was good, appears seven times in Genesis chapter 1. Light, dry land and sea, trees bearing fruit, sun, moon and stars, seas swarming with fish and skies filled with birds, and beasts, cattle and creeping things. And finally, when God's work is finished, we get the sentence, then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. To continue again, the test at the tree. And as we all know, God created everything by a series of separations with clearly defined boundaries. That is light and darkness, waters above and waters below, land and sea, night and day, creatures according to their kind. A day separated from the others, a woman separated from a man, and a tree set apart from the others. To continue again, the fall, part one. And as we all know, described as more crafty than any other animal, the snake became a powerful symbol throughout Bible history. And Moses lifted up a bronze serpent on a pole to stop people from dying in a plague of deadly serpents during the Exodus. And the same bronze serpent became an object of idolatry and of occult practice and was destroyed by King Hezekiah about 700 years later. And in the book of Revelation, the serpent of old is clearly identified as the devil or Satan. That was when God decided to create Adam and Eve. He stated that they would be made in God's image and according to his likeness. The bait on the tempter's hook was that if they ate the forbidden fruit, they would become like God. And the reality is that they already were like God. They had been created in his image. But a sad fact is that in the heat of temptation, they lost sight of this sacred truth. And as we all know, we may be well into eternity before we understand fully how much damage was caused by that one incident at the tree. All that God did during creation week started to unravel. Relationships that God established were fractured between people and God, between each other, and between humans and the environment. Amen. What happened to this world? A world God created and said it was very good. And going through the lesson, we could see in creation, God created everything. He said it was very good. And there was three major blessings. One, God, after creating these birds and the sea creatures, the fishes and the rest, God said they were to multiply. It was a blessing. God said you are to fill this, uh, these birds multiply and also the sea animals multiply. Also, the, the second one was when God created man, he also again asked man 
to also multiply and fill the earth. So yeah, he encouraged man to be fruitful and multiply again. So this was another blessing. Aside this blessing, God gave man another blessing. That is the dominion aspect. God gave man authority. It was a source of blessing God gave mankind. And it was a great blessing. After these two blessings, our God on the seventh day, created a sabbath a day of rest that he created that mankind was to remember him see him as the creator it was a day that was to be a blessing unto mankind looking at a perfect world filled with blessings that's how god created our world so the question then is what happened to this perfect world again after god has created everything in his creation you could see clear separations and when God, when God did create, first he created the light and he separated the light from darkness. Again, he created a firmament to divide the waters above and the waters beneath. You could see a clear separation. God again gathered the waters together so we can get the dry land. Again, we see clear separation. He created man and with man there was woman and also there was a man. So here you could see some separation. With that, God also made a beautiful garden where he placed man in from a special land. He made this beautiful garden filled with, 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 with different kind of trees. And God, in the midst of the garden, God made these two special trees. One, the tree of life. The second, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. God asked man that this tree of knowledge of good and evil is separated from the rest of this tree. You are not to eat of this tree. The day you eat of this tree, you will surely die. One may ask, why will God create man? and bring about temptation something that can lure man into sin and we should note that god created man as a moral beings so moral beings created with freedom there should be something for man to choose whether to freely worship god or not so the tree of knowledge of good and evil was to be a test of their fidelity amen crisis in eden is what we're looking at And I believe it has indeed been a great lesson to us all. As humans, we were never meant to die. Death is an aberration, something that humans should have never known or experienced. Hence, the universal abhorrence of death that we all feel is no doubt a vestige of what we have taken with us from Eden. Let us dwell on all the Bible promises of eternal life that we have been given. May the good Lord continue to bless us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. I believe our pastor has something to tell us. Our Lord made a provision for mankind, and that provision is still available unto us. Ours is to grab it, and that provision is Jesus Christ. Hold on to Jesus, and there is hope. You will never regret it. Let us go back to Genesis chapter 3 and read about how Adam and Eve started justifying their sin. What are the ways that we seek to do the same? That is how often do we claim heredity, environment, or other people as being the causes of our mistakes? How can we get out of this dangerous mindset and own up to our own responsibility of our actions? May the good Lord bless us all. Amen. Amen.
any enquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana. We will expect your feedback. Welcome to the Moment of Truth with me, Joshua Aguado. I want to share with you the Spirit in you, part two. The Spirit in you. Let's pray. Our Most High God, we thank you so much. Today is another day for us to listen to you. And as we make our hearts and our minds and our ears ready for your word, be with us and bless us, for we have prayed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The Spirit in you. Previously, we discussed about the Holy Spirit dwelling within our hearts. And we found out that the Spirit will testify that we are the children of God. According to Romans chapter 8 verse 16. And whoever has the Spirit of God in him will feel it and will know that he truly has the Spirit of God. We also know that the Spirit... When it comes, it convicts us of our sins. And whenever we repent and confess our sins, God forgives our sins entirely and immediately. If the sinner truly believes and repents of every sin, he is forgiven. Hallelujah. And if you do not believe and repent of every sin and confess them, they can never be forgiven. And so we see 
the dualism here. Now, Jesus says that whoever confesses his sins and come to me, I will in no wise cast him out. And whoever does not confess his sin, Jesus cannot forgive those sins. You can still be in the church for many years and yet your life will still be miserable. You will still be sinning because you do not have the Holy Spirit in you. You will pray and God will not hear you. For in John chapter 9 verse 31, the Bible says that God does not listen to the prayers of sinners because sin separates us from God. And so before we can come close to God, we need to bridge the gap between us and God. And the gap is as a result of our sins. And so when we take away our sins, God can hear us whenever we pray. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit in you makes you a child of God. And as a child of God, you cannot sin again because the seed of the Spirit is within you. The Holy Spirit in you is the spiritual birth of the worshiper of God. In John chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. If you have the Holy Spirit, you can never sin again. According to 1 John chapter 3, verse 9. It says that those of us who have the Spirit, those who have confessed our sins and are led by the Spirit of God, we can no longer continue in our sin because the Spirit directs us. The Spirit controls all our actions. Now let me ask you again. Have you got the Holy Spirit in you? Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 15, 16, and 26. He says that if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And he continued to say that if you love me, keep my commandments. And in verse 26, Jesus said that as he leaves us on this earth, he will send the comforter. He will send the Holy Spirit. He will send another teacher who will direct us, who will teach us all that Jesus has taught us. And so the Holy Spirit is here to be our guide. The Holy Spirit is here to be our comforter. If you are keeping the commandments, you will receive the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus said that, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you are not keeping the commandments, you cannot receive the Holy Spirit. The word of God is very plain in Acts chapter 5 verse 32. If you haven't got the Holy Spirit, you can never see the kingdom of God. What God wants us to understand here is that we need to be obedient. We need to obey every word that God has for us. We need to follow all the precepts of God. We are not to live by our own inclinations. We understand that there are times the sinful proclivities will coerce us to sin. But God still prompts us. God still calls us to himself that we should come. We should shun all the evil deeds of this world and focus on him for he is our savior. Hallelujah. If you haven't got the Holy Spirit, you can never see the kingdom of God. God calls us to obedience. God calls us to obey his word. The Holy Spirit is here to direct us. As the disciples were with Jesus, Jesus told them that he is leaving them and he will not leave them as orphans. He will bring 
another comforter, another teacher who will be with them. In John chapter 14, verses 1 to 3. John chapter 14. Jesus gave us a wonderful promise here in the scripture. John chapter 14, verses 1 to 3. I'm reading from New International Version. It says that, Do not let your heart be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. And here we see again the concept of obedience. God again calls us to obedience. It says we should never be afraid. We should not be afraid because he is our God. And he continues to say that in my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. Hallelujah. Jesus gives this wonderful promise that we should not be afraid, even though the challenges of this world will press us, even though the troubles of this world will weigh us down. But he says we should not be troubled. We should believe in him. We should trust in his word. And that even as he leaves us here, the Holy Spirit will come and dwell with us. The Holy Spirit will come and be our guide and our comforter. And whatever we ask him, he will give us. Whatever we ask, according to John chapter 14, verse 15, 16, and 26. He says, whatever we ask in his name, he is going to grant us. And he continued to say that if we love him, we should keep his commandments. In verse 26, he says he will give us the Holy Spirit. My prayer for you this day is that we will accept the free gifts of the Holy Spirit that Jesus bestows upon us all. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe and strong until he returns in his second coming. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or plus 233-244-235-017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF595. Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. A-W-R, Ghana. Voice of I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>